I believe every person deserves kindness in their lives. I believe kindness has the power to change us from the inside out, to change the world beginning with you and me. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Self-Kindness, Self-Kindness with Pete. It's about figuring out how kindness towards ourselves can be our superpower, how kindness is more than just a reward at the end of the day. It's about living clear lives, focused lives, motivated by loving concern, rather than motivated by fear and anxiety. It's about how we make that change, how does self-kindness show up the moment we need it the most. You are so worthy of the kindness that's already in you. And each week, we'll be exploring how to do that with people who are leading this kindness awakening in their own lives. My name is Pete Sibley, and I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, and welcome to Self-Kindness with Pete. I am Pete Sibley. And so grateful you're here. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to Self-Kindness. So glad you're here. I hope that this uh, brings about maybe something new that you haven't thought about or reconnects you with something that, uh, that just points you back to wonderful you. If you have been joining me all along, thanks for continuing to come back. I love the support. And thanks to all of you who have subscribed or have rated the show. It really does help create a self-kindness conversation. And I want to just say thanks to all of you that are are listening and supporting the podcast because I believe that self-kindness, like I say in the intro, it really is this underrated superpower that can really make a huge change in the world, in our own lives first, but then in our immediate world, our families, and our communities. It's, as I talk to people and I, they're like, well, Pete, what is this self-kindness thing that you're talking about? Is it a bar of chocolate at the end of the day? What, what are you talking about? And as I describe it, as I talk about how, you know, just brilliant and smart and generous and kind we can be to other people, and we're just doing that same thing, except we extend it back towards us as well. So it's kind of like this idea, you know, of the recharge. And so rather than dropping another uh, episode with some great guests, which I I have some wonderful guests that I'm editing right now and will come out next week. But today, you know, so much is going on right now. And we all have an, op- an opinion about 2020. I wanted to just use this platform, this podcast today, to point back to something that seems just so simple, something that seems like, you know, really, there's there's got to be a bigger solution, maybe a bigger answer. But I feel like in all the conversations that I have with my amazing guests, in a lot of the wisdom texts that have just, you know, made it through human history, really, that guide us into living from a heart-centered place in our lives, living from a place where we are generous and in service to others, and a place where we're lifting up others rather than tearing down others. All of these people, these teachings, they all can be boiled down to awareness, 
and noticing. So today, I just wanted to do a simple reminder of the power of noticing, just noticing. So I invite you to just notice. Notice how your body feels right at the moment. Notice what thoughts maybe are running through your head right now. And maybe notice how often do you turn that attention back inside just to be curious rather than as, you know, being judgmental and just check your check in and now before we jump into just some ideas about the power of noticing I want to say thanks to a few great people who believe in this conversation and wanted to support this podcast so here they are self-kindness with Pete is supported by Union Yoga Monterey Union Yoga what can I say about Union Yoga besides it's a little moment of bliss in my life? Anytime that I think about Union Yoga, anytime that I actually get myself to sign up and participate in a class with Union Yoga, it is just everything that is good about yoga is embodied in Union Yoga Monterey. They're now offering beach yoga classes at the Tides Hotel if you're here locally in Monterey. But the great thing about this is if you're listening to my voice and you're on the other side of the country, you could still take part in Union Yoga Monterey by checking out their live streaming yoga classes. They're now offering streaming mini immersions of 20-minute group breath work and meditations for 5 or 20 days. And you can sign up for all of this at unionyoga-monterey.com. That's union, U-N-I-O-N-Y-O-G-A dash or hyphen Monterey, M-O-N-T-E-R-E-Y. And high school and college students, your rate is 10 bucks, so you're saving 20 bucks if you use the code, all capitals, wise student. That's all capitals code, wise student. So I'm loving it. Thank you, Union Yoga. Can't wait to sign up again, and thanks for your support. Self-kindness with Pete is supported and caffeinated by Captain and Stoker Coffee Roasters, located in Monterey, California, 398 East Franklin Street. They're open every day, Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 4, and Saturday and Sunday from 7.30 to 4 p.m. You know, some places are just good at making, you know, their wares, like making good coffee. Some places are just filled with good people. Some places make you feel good. Some places have fun little knickknacks, and some places are just, you know, doing right by who they are in the world, who they are in the community, making the community a better place. And guess what? Captain and Stoker does all of those things. They are great people. They're bringing really good coffee and good things to our community. It's like I am a huge fan of their Instagram posts, their work of art, and they make me laugh, and they make me want another cup of coffee. Every time I go in to Captain Stoker, I feel better. Anytime that I think of getting myself over there for a cup of coffee, I start to notice that my day, I get a little skip in my step. I love these people, and I'm so grateful that they said yes to being partners with me at Self-Kindness with Pete. So if you can't make it there, and check out their coffee in person, check them out online, check them at Instagram, Captain Stoker, and 
or captainandstoker.com online. You can order up their coffee and brew up a batch for yourself today. Thanks, Captain and Stoker. So today, doing things a little differently, I really wanted to talk about the power of noticing or even the gift of noticing. And so I wanted to start it off with a little bit of a a story. When Ann and I used to live in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, we had an amazing member of our family, our dog, Buddy. And regardless of the person that I was throughout the day, I would be greeted by this beautiful, furry, fuzzy, nosing, licking friend of mine, Buddy, as if I was just the most important and best thing that ever happened in the world. The look in his eyes could just completely change my day. You know, constantly being just followed around, something just so much wanting to be in my space and part of my life. And so the gift of noticing. Today, I just wanted to start off with noticing those moments and remembering those moments for me it just warms my heart makes me you know just long for my friend and it made me think of the bumper sticker that I've seen out there that says you know what I hope that I can be as good of a person as my dog thinks I am so maybe you're not a dog person maybe you're a cat person or maybe no pets for you but why is it important the power of noticing that's what I'd like to talk about today As a heart-centered person, how do I live a heart-centered life? How do I live as the person I believe it's possible for me to live as, you know? How do I live as that person that my dog buddy saw? How do I do it all the time? How can just noticing my life, what's happening in my life, really make a difference? And how can I begin? How can you begin? How can we begin from right where we are? If you have followed me or seen any of my posts on social media or, you know, if we get to chat, you you might have heard me just talk about how much I love nature as a teacher. And right now is no different. I have friends, lots of friends in Colorado and some friends up in Wyoming and family, and they're posting pictures of yesterday just dry and dusty and hot and waking up this morning to snow on the ground. And that hot and cold. And so I ask myself, where am I hot and cold? Where do things in my life, in my mind, just switch from one thing, boom, to another? And a lot of times I notice that that happens in my head. That can happen in my heart. That can happen in my emotions. So another place where I can take examples of the power of noticing the gift of noticing is I'm a big fan of baseball. I'm glad that I'm able to watch these games that are happening right now during COVID. And I just love hearing the commentators talk about the players when they're out on the field. A pitcher is out there pitching and making small adjustments and they're noticing what's happening. And if when a pitcher's pitching well, they can notice what's working. And if the pitches are going out or they're not, you know, you might have a commentator who was a a professional major league pitcher and they say, you know, when this started to happen, I would notice that I'm dropping my left shoulder or I wasn't, you know, my leg kick wasn't high, you know, all these things that you can notice. And the same thing with the commentators that were great hitters. 
they talk about when hitters are hitting the ball well. They're noticing different things in their swing, in their stance, how they're picking up the ball from the pitcher's hands. Again, another teacher of just noticing. And in my own personal life, uh, inspired by my wife's great practice, yoga is such a practice of noticing. I love when we were in classes together, but I love now if I'm taking a a yoga class virtually and the instructor says, if we're in a pose, you know, notice where you're holding the tension. Notice where your mind is wandering. I love when they just remind me to notice where the stretch feels good. Where does it feel tight? Where can I open a little bit? And that's the power of noticing. The power of noticing is simply bringing the attention inside of us to something that's happening, that's already here. It seems so simple, but I feel like that's why it gets brought up again and again and why I wanted to bring it up today. As far as a practice, noticing can help me in a lot of areas. Maybe I notice it when I'm having some negative self-talk or I'm being self-critical. Do you notice it? when your thoughts are turning away from maybe supporting you to, in a way, beating yourself up. So we just notice those. And sometimes we notice that we're feeling like life is like a treadmill and maybe not so much right now during COVID. It's definitely all over the place, lots of different treadmills. But a treadmill, nonetheless, maybe it's Do you notice the conversations that you seem to be having again and again with people? Oh, it's so, you know, bad. Can you believe what they just said on the news? And wow, what about that weather thing over here? And this, you know, just notice that. And we are able to ask. And when we notice that, is that working for us? For me, it's as simple as like the other weekend. I noticed that I was feeling angry. You know, it was a weekend day and I just felt kind of grumpy. But when I took a moment to finally pull away and say, hey, it's okay for five, ten minutes to just drop in and see what's going on here. Because I'm getting snippy with the kids. Anne's asking me to do simple things. And I just am feeling like she's asking me to, I don't know, build a house or something. When it's as simple as, hey, can you move the leaf blower off the back deck? So... Why was I getting frustrated? Why was I angry? And when I noticed why it was there and I allowed it, you know, I even later on and and I I noticed we were talking about it and I just felt so much better to just allow some space to notice it, to give it an opportunity just to be there. And for me, it was more angry of just noticing that there were things that I was excited about, but feeling a little bit tentative of how to step into those. Why is noticing so important? If you've been listening to these podcasts, you have probably heard almost every single one of my guests has talked about how important noticing is in their own self-awareness and ultimately in their own self-kindness practice. I loved getting to talk with Dr. Palin Kesseber last week and I just love the science behind this because it's 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 as if we all know that this is a possibility in our life. And now the science is backing that 
you know, our brains have this neuroplasticity and they're literally changing all the time. And we can be part and participate in those changes. I mean, they're changing. She said they're changing regardless if we know it or not. So now that we're aware of that, thanks to listening to Dr. Palin Kesseber and all these smart people who are doing this research around sustaining happiness, sustaining joy, sustaining contentment in our lives, we get to participate in that by simply noticing, being aware of when we're caught up in the story. And just having that little interrupter helps. It gives us a pause between the event and our reaction. And we all know what happens when we have something that fires us up and we just you know, fire off or maybe say something that you wish you could take back, right? That is what I'm talking about, of that little pause between the situation, the challenge, and our reaction. You know, there is a wonderful TED Talk out there and a beautiful book, The Story of Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. If you've never heard her story, I highly encourage you to go seek her out and watch that TED Talk and, or uh, read her book, Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. And in that, she shares some science that I remember really stood out to me. You might have heard it in other places, but she talks about that for the chemicals that cause the reaction in our body, once our brain fires something off and those chemicals are released in our body, they only live in our body for approximately 90 seconds. So even if that's off and it's two minutes or a couple minutes, the reason, the chemicals that have caused the reaction move through our bodies and they're out, they're done, they've flushed through our system. So what holds on to the emotion? If those chemicals have already moved on and have flushed out and have dissipated, Well, that would be our mind. And that is why it's so important for us to have a practice that brings that self-awareness into our lives. If we're living without that self-awareness, we perpetuate that cycle and we continue to hold on to the thoughts that caused that reaction in the first place. So how can we begin from where we are? How can we begin in the middle of pandemics? How can we begin when our kids are trying to go back to school and we don't even know what the next week is going to show? There is a Zen saying, and this is not the exact quote, but the way that I've always heard it is, the obstacle in the path is the path, or the obstacle is the path, meaning What is the obstacle? What's the challenge in front of me? Well, that is my path. And what's that my path to? That's my path to a real connection with self-awareness, a real connection with self-kindness, a real felt experience of that thing that I wanted, all of the other things to bring me. We are hardwired, as Dr. Palin Kesseber was saying, we're hardwired to be bringing a contribution to our community. We're hardwired to want to serve others. Why? 
because that brings us that feeling, that experience of feeling worthy, of feeling loved, of feeling accepted, of feeling approved of. And we're all smart. You're a smart, kind person. So I challenge and invite you with that simple gift of noticing, with that power of noticing, to trust that you too, you can apply that same intelligence and kindness towards you. That challenge in your life, that obstacle in your life, trust that you can apply your intelligence and your kindness towards you. You don't need to research more things. You don't need to go ask other people. Start by noticing. Start by going in. What is your practice? Is it self-inquiry? Is it yoga? Is it meditation? Is it a walk in nature? You know, do these things for you. So as my guests, all my guests, including uh, if you hadn't listened to it, uh, go back and listen to a couple episodes ago, Delma Jackson, where he talks about bringing that vulnerability, understanding that vulnerability, and then when he brings that vulnerability into a conversation, that that's the game changer. And I love self-inquiry because the very act of walking some of my thoughts through that inquiry, it's a kindness. It's a kindness to me. And my family, my wife, they report that, according to them, I'm showing up as a kinder person. So the next time a thought shows up, I'm more patient and I'm more able to hold some space. I hope that this little reminder, this little refresher of what I believe you already know is helpful for you in your self-awareness practice, in your self-kindness practice. Remember the power of noticing. Noticing when are you being self-critical. Noticing when are you feeling like you're on that treadmill of life. And noticing the feelings. Thanks so much, as always, for taking the time to sit with me, to be with me, to listen. You know, I know there is so much going on in your life. There's so much that... We can be doing so. The fact that you take time to listen to this conversation, it means the world to me. And if there's anything in here that sparked an interest in you, that 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 awoken something in you, maybe you could share it with a friend. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast. If you haven't already, just click on that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything, and it helps out the, the conversation to get out to further, reach a further audience. And would you comment and rate the show as well? And if you are ready to do more than just listen to podcasts, if you're ready to do more than just talk about this, to make it a living practice in your life, I am so excited to work with you, to talk with you about it. And you can run on over to PeteSibley.com and contact me that way or click through on some of the links uh, connected to this podcast, and let's talk. You know, this is the time, this is the era to, you know, we're learning about the mind, how thoughts create our feelings and our experiences. So I'm so excited to be sharing this work with people. And right now I'm offering a weekly six-month self-kindness coaching package. 
And whether you would choose to work with me, which I'd be thrilled, or with another resource, I just really invite you to be courageous and use this time. Don't miss this time. Don't miss that stirring inside of you to go deep and find that inner cause and, you know, just work through all of these things that are holding you back, holding us back from just being the most beautiful, wonderful, kind, heart-centered, loving adults that we know we can be. And thanks to Captain Stoker and Union Yoga for their support. Check them out. I'm so grateful you're here. Until next week, I love you and be kind. We'll leave you with a song. Nothing's holding us back from the top of the world. Better together, we've got each other. Be all my colors, let my voice be strong. The sky's not the limit anymore. We got this, we got this, you got this. We got